Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. Transition of Style is sponsored by QueerCut, a global gender-free marketplace and online community that connects LGBT shoppers with queer-friendly brands and products. Welcome back to Transition of Style. What's up? I'm your host, Corinne. What's going on, guys? So listen, guys, I have two amazing guests with me today. I have Beehawk Snipes and Tankbird. Let me tell you a little bit about them. Beehawk. The Bronx, New York-born public figure Beehawk is slowly taking over the world. He fell in love with being creative while attending Fiorello LaGuardia High School for arts and performing arts. After high school, he attended FIT College for fashion design and started in the hit MTV show Friend Zone. He also started a group, a music group called FOU, and most currently was a feature on the hit FX show Pose. He's working on more creative projects to diversify and inspire the world with his talents, TV, fashion, and music. Let me tell you a little bit about Tank Burke. Tank graduated with honors from the University of Florida uh, with a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in theater performance. Shortly thereafter, Tank moved to New York and shot her first short, Begin Again, a quirky love story between two women that became a global festival darling in London, Hamburg, Toronto, and San Francisco, to name a few. Tank enrolled in the New York uh, School of Continuing and Professional Studies, hang on, for film in 2009, where she shot, (laughs) sorry guys, where she shot her next short, Skateboard, Skateboard, on 16mm. Tank co-starred with Alfred Molina, John Lithgow, and Marissa Tomei in Iris Sachs' feature, Love is Strange which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2014 and went to critical acclaim with four independent Spirit Award nominations. Biscuit, Tank's latest short, just featured Black Star Film Festival at the Institute of Contemporary Art in Philadelphia. Earlier this year, Tank penned the highly charged political thriller Supercell. The feature script is currently being read by producers. Okay, so guys, I completely botched that. It's clear that I watched it, um, but here we are. <laughs> Guys, welcome. Tankbird, what's up? Hello, happy to be here. Uh, Beehawk Snipes, what's going on? Talk to me. <laughs> How you slaying? Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> so let me just mention that Beehawk Snipes had a moment, had a pause, because... <laughs> He was seriously watching me struggle <laughs> as I tried to read Tank Burt's extremely elaborate bio and botch it gloriously. It really elaborate? Seriously? Right. All right. Well, it was. Anyway, guys, I, what I want to say is I am so okay. thrilled to have these guys on with me right now. So, you know what? Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Guys, I want to talk about identity. I want to talk about you guys and how you came into your identity. Talk to me a little bit about how that happened and what it was like. Beehawk, tell me a little something. Well, <laughs> um, growing up in the Bronx, New York, um, wasn't the easiest, but it wasn't the most difficult. I think a lot of people put a negative um, light on the Bronx. Like, it's like, as soon as you go up the train, you're going to get shot or stabbed. (laughs) That is not the case, because you can actually get shot and stabbed in the middle of Times Square or ran over by a car. Clearly, these days. Okay. Um, Yes. But, I mean, I also grew up in the Marble Hill Project, so it's, 
it was one of those things where I was struggling to find who I was. I was doing a lot of copying and pasting. Um, so I saw what I saw on TV or what I saw in, per- in person with different people. I kind of just put it on my body and thought it would possibly work for me. But later on in life, I was like, no. That wasn't cute for me at oh my all. God. Can I just mention copy pasting? <laughs> Are you serious? That's fabulous! What a fantastic I mean, way of thinking about like it's imitation. Too easy. It's I too love easy. it. I don't like a copy and paste. I like very much like take the time out to put the look together that suits you, that makes right. you happy right. for that day. Um, I don't, I rarely ever wear the same look twice. Right. That's just me. Okay. Okay. There's nothing wrong. With um, nothing wrong. If you do that, then that's great for you. Absolutely. My brain just doesn't process that way. <laughs> I, like I don't know why. I don't know because I've been surrounded by you now a lot of really great stylists and fashion people in the industry. But yeah. I'm always about changing my look constantly and being a chameleon. So fabulous. Yeah. So the Bronx and New York. New York inspired me. The Bronx has inspired me. Um, Going through a lot of ups and downs in life has inspired me. I think I wear a lot of jewelry because it's kind of like armor to me. Yeah. Um, instead of walking around with an actual weapon, I just walk around with a whole bunch of rings <laughs> on my finger. Just in case I gotta knock somebody out. So you're telling me this jewelry can now double as a weapon. As like, a weapon. Like you can nunchuck that sucker. Yeah. And you take it off. Because and it's, like it's illegal. It somebody. <laughs> it's illegal to walk around in New York with... um. What is it called? The knuckle... Yeah, the brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Yes. And I used to have a pair. They oh. were they were McQueen, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, these nice. Of course. Okay. PS Nice is doing it right. Look, but look I McQueen was stopped by police knuckles. officers, ignorant police officers that don't know nothing about fashion, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I was given a ticket because I cannot walk around with brass knuckles or any sort of knuckles in the state of New York because that is illegal wow. um, and seen as a weapon. Um, whether it's McQueen or not. So I kind of <laughs> just walk around with individual rings on every finger, just in case. Okay, so you have um, to think about that. So, so you got to think about it. You're thinking about your safety, though, yeah. right? You're yes. thinking about your safety. I yes. mean, every day in New York is kind of like going outside for battle sometimes. You it's, never know what you're going to run yes. into. So, so um, true. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, okay. that's it. So listen, I thank you for sharing that. But that's, you're very I, think, I think this, the idea of safety extremely important mm-hmm. because whereas we are in a different time right now where people can present in in you know in in various sort of fashions and like like gender is is a lot more fluid than it used to be right there is still the issue of safety right so yeah. safety has to come first it does have to come first but not at the risk hopefully of of uh sort of relinquishing or Giving up what that identity is, so yeah. I respect what, what you've been through, my friend. I guess okay. I, I know a lot of people who don't, who can't see me, obviously, but you can follow me. Um, <laughs> I have a very don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. I have a very like eclectic, androgynous um, look. So if there's a lot going on, and there's always a lot of questions going through people's brains. I guess when they first see me, I'm kind of like a unicorn in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're always just like, "What's going on there?" Or they have questions, and some people are just very ignorant about it, um, or just want to be complicating and difficult. So that's why I tell people I kind of when I walk outside the house, it's like I'm walking with this armor built on me, just in case I have to fight right. for right. my life. Right. And by the way, let me just mention it's the loveliest, most delicious unicorn. 
unicorn you ever want to oh, like lay eyes on. Mark. So let's just be honest about that. If you think a unicorn is a magical, mystical creature <laughs> that is lovely, then Beehawk Snipes 100% embodies Ooh. that unicorn. 100%. Tinkbert, talk to me. What about your identity? Uh, my identity started, I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. Yes, the yes, capital of Florida. Um, it was very clear. I was the firstborn daughter of my parents. And I was um, in beauty contests. And I was a debutante. I was actually Miss Debutante in high school. Work. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. My mother has a video to prove it, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> Um, see it. I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, we can get that on Instagram. It'd be fine. <laughs> but I will tell you, you know, before, like, you know, when I was young, I, you know, how I got my name. It was only boys on my street. I was the only girl. We would play tackle football in the yard, the boys who lived next door to us. And I used to run them over. And so they started calling me Tank. And that is literally who I am. And I am very masculine when people first see me there's a lot of confusion a lot of gender confusion like is this a man is this a woman Mm -hmm. i don't know um and i like that because i'm both i am definitely uh gender non-conforming but if you see me uh i give off very masculine vibes um a man today uh we had a conversation at a restaurant and he was like oh great man it's so great to meet you and da 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 and i was like yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I don't correct people because yeah. they get me. This is, you know, who I am. So I I don't know. I would say my identity is that of a dapper butch, but I, you know, I'm casual. I'm, I, I wear a lot of suit and ties. I'm very, very, I'm a Southern gentleman at heart. My yeah. father taught me this. He didn't know he was teaching me this, but he was teaching me this um, because he was a professor. And I really, I would say my style is very much after him as a professor teaching at FSU. Um, And uh, I would say I am so comfortable in my skin, which is a blessing because I think anyone and everyone is searching for that in their lives. I don't care who you are or what your socioeconomic background is. You're, you're wanting to be comfortable in your skin. And if you can find that, that's a blessing. Oh, so. I love it. Yes, yes. Okay, so I, I want let's kick that off. Let's talk about that a little bit because what we try to talk about here on this podcast is authenticity on a very real level. Because the truth of the matter is, is like you are a better person in your life, in society, in the world in general, if you are feeling like your authentic self, right? If you don't have to pretend to be something you're not, if you don't have to play a role that you're not, you're a better person for it, mm-hmm. right? So. You know, Bihawk, tell me about you. Like, do you feel like right now in your life, you're like, I am being all me. Like, I am Bihawk Snipes. I am doing this. Because you know what? When I look at you, that's what I see. But tell me, like, did you, are you there? And if you, if you are there, what was it like getting there? I think, um, I think I'm there. I definitely think I'm there. I think at this moment in my life, I'm trying to still, I'm not going to say trying. I think. Things are changing. Things are evolving, especially within um, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I'm 30 years of age. Get your life. Um, but I, when I was growing up, there was no, as far as my knowledge, no sort of thing called non-binary. I didn't know what that was until recently. Yeah. And I was, yeah. when I heard about what 
um, that title meant um, to certain people, I was like, oh, okay. I think that's who I am. Right. I think that's that's where I stand. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, I was like, well, I'm gay and um, I'm androgynous. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's mm-hmm. all you need to know. Um, but as far as what's, you know, as far as what's going on within my skin right now, I think I'm starting to learn how to accept my femininity um, in a more impactful way now um, than before because as far as pronouns, when people would say she or her, I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> um, let me correct you. Don't let this beat face for you. I am still a man. Um, and I mean, that, that, that might work for that person, that individual, but I was fighting it. Mm, and yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to come to the conclusion and realization that femininity is okay and it's a part of who I am and it's how I I maneuver through life, you know? And, and my femininity is a powerful thing. A lot of people connect femininity to something that's weak um, yes, that's right. or these negative um, connections to it. And being... I love my masculinity and I love my femininity and I love that I can bring the two together and kind of create this like... This being or this person of what my definition for masculine and femininity is because mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. Um, a lot of people forget to realize that that it's all about the individual and what their um, concept or what their definition of femininity and masculinity is. One hundred percent. So one yes. of the things yeah. we talk about, and I've mentioned many times on this podcast, and if not, I want it again if you have missed it, is that femininity doesn't belong to women masculinity doesn't belong to men it mm-hmm. is it is a concept that can is fluid we do not have to assign one thing to one gender it's, it's like an energy guys it's exactly it's, it's exactly that and we're like, both born with right yes, and honestly we should be able to float <laughs> in true. and out of that yeah. in whatever way we feel right mm-hmm. like what do you think about that oh no i, I just read a, a an article on medium like two days ago that actually talked about how when we are developing in the uterus we actually have um sort of both male and female uh uh, genes are sort of forming at the same time and it's really only until i think like the last sort of trimester that it becomes definitive yeah and it's just the whole thing of like that what exists in me do i have the body of a woman yes i do but my identity and my expression is completely that of a man mm-hmm. and what does that mean it just means that it's me that means it's tank just like be hawk is be hawk it's Fair. like we do not have to fit into these rigid uh boxes anymore you it, it's not necessary and I just feel like if more people can embrace that, mm-hmm. then there would be more room, more tolerance, more love, more acceptance in the world in general. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just feel like that is that's where the gold is. That's where the gold is. I mean, oh my God, I'm about to have a teary moment. I may have to grab the crystals. <laughs> Not the crystals. Sometimes I need the amethyst to help me get through a rough moment. <laughs> And I feel like they might come out now because what did I, like, I have mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. Folks, let's stop narrowing people down. 
Let's yeah. not narrow people. Let them be expansive. Let them be wide. We don't have to like be templatized. We don't have to do that. Okay? So what femininity looks like to a man or to a woman should be expressed in whatever way they want. Like we do not have to narrow people down. What is the point of narrowing people down? Like to what, fit into a box. To control. To, yeah. Control. Right. But control. guess what? It doesn't work. It doesn't. It, it does doesn't not. work, right? Not. Like, it let me ask you. Not anymore. It doesn't anymore. I remember my mother saying to me, like, who you are now is who you were when you were a child. And people were constantly confused, even when I was one, two, three years old, constantly confused of whether I was a boy or a girl. Yeah. And that she, Same. you know, and she apologized to me many years later, but she said, I kept trying to make you be a girl. Mm-hmm. When in truth, I was both. That That's what was there right. for me. That's and it's like, like when you are let when you allow your children or yourself to be authentically themselves then they're going to be whoever they are whatever that happens to be yeah. and i don't know a, fame, a thing that my mother has said to me that she learned over the course of being a parent of four children is that you know you don't own your children god just lent them to you for a little while Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. That was that a, that is, was a moment. Okay. That was a caption. Did you have a moment right now? <laughs> Were you feeling that right now? Because I actually was definitely feeling that. That was a. Ca- I learned something recently when I'm watching um, uh, my friends over at Black Trends TV. Ooh, how, uh, how you? Yeah. How you guys? <laughs> how you doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> how you doing? Um, but they're they're amazing men, and they're talk they talk about everything when it comes to the um, what's going on just life in general mm. but mostly within the community and mostly within um, the trans community and they talk about masculinity they talk about femininity and um, Sir Knight had said something about if you know your history and you know at times of the, the Egyptian times I believe where things were just different it was more fluid mm. it was like yes. you know there were there were times in history where people men would stay home and it wasn't necessarily less, less restrictions. Right. Yes. It was, it, was, it was it wasn't known as a feminine thing or a womanly thing to do right. or you know, men went out into the army and they passed away and died, so the woman had to step up and take go out and take charge and mm-hmm. do things and work. And it, there was no restrictions, there was no titles. It was just like you lived your life and you did what you had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're slowly, I think, trying to get back into. I think mm-hmm. this is a more definitely a more fluid time yeah. um, in our lives. And I think a lot of people in the administration are trying to hold it back oh, to right. the basics, yes, the fundamental basics of whoever made this right but they're trying to they're trying to go back to a time that a number one does not exist anymore b uh was not as idyllic as they thought it was to begin with (laughs) and c we are not going back right so guess what yeah let it go (laughs) (laughs) that is true So, I, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am enjoying this conversation <laughs> immensely. Are like, you? Like, they like they are just <laughs> awesome. But, but you know what? But, listen. At the end of the day, we're talking here because we want people to hear stories, right? Mm-hmm. Because we live, we all live in New York, right? Yes. We live in a place where... You know, we, we, for the most part, we can kind of, like, do what we want, you know, within reason. You know, right. we can, you, like you mentioned, like, there is a still a safety issue at times. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there are people who are living in the middle of this country, right? 
who just don't have options. Mm. They don't have access to yeah, these kinds of like that's mm. right. They don't have access to this kind of like thinking. They are surrounded by thinking that's very opposite of them. Like if what would you say to those people? Because they're in situations that sometimes are unsafe. True. What would you say? You know what I mean? Because like mm. we we have to think about those people too. I know, I know. Yeah, You're like, Mike. <laughs> I would say it's very important to travel in packs. Yeah. It's much easier to kind of accost one person. Mm-hmm. But if you're two, three, six, then that's more difficult for people to try to do something to you or right. be mean or, you know, say epithets or whatever the case may be. Um, I would say that. And I would say express yourself, journal, write, draw, sing. Mm-hmm. Get whatever those emotions are inside of you, out of you. Mm-hmm. It's better out than in. Yeah. That's what I would say. That's her. That's her. Um, I, you just said what was <laughs> on my brain. Um, but, li- you know, try to live authentically yeah. as much as you can, but be safe. Right. Yeah. Be realistic. That's right. Yes. That's okay. Right. Right. You have to, okay. Safety has to come first. Don't get crazy. <laughs> It's don't true. Get and don't get hurt. Right. And don't get hurt. <laughs> so you have to be very cautious and very aware of what's going on in your surroundings. Yes. And I mean, I, like I said, I grew up in the Bronx. I grew up in Marble Hill Projects. You know, it wasn't the most safest place to be. So I knew how to play the game. Okay. I knew what to do and what not to do. But at the end of the day, still be somewhat of myself. Yeah. Um, now that I'm older... I really don't care mm. um, because I'm more confident. I'm more. I'm older. I know, I know these streets. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> no one's gonna try me. <laughs> right. Um, right. But when you're when you're in, in different places that don't have those opportunities and you can't be as free as you want to be, I think you made a perfect point of traveling or being with people who kind of identify with you or you feel you feel somewhat safe around and you feel mm. protected with. Yes. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be someone who is a part of. The um, LGBTQ plus community it can mm-hmm. be your, you know, your amazing cis heterosexual yeah. brothers and sisters mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are, you know, allies and who are part of, you know, making making you feel as comfortable as possible and yeah. making you feel safe. I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that you guys just summed it up. I, I feel like the, the idea of finding community is what you need to do, right? Yes. Like, find mm-hmm. your community. And the truth is, like, family, family, communities, those look the whatever way they look, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they sometimes look different than you expect them to look, but those are the people that you feel supported by. Those are the people that you feel like you can go to. Those are the people who are going to have your back. You're not right. alone. Right. You're not alone. I think a lot of people feel like they're they're alone. They're by themselves. They do. Yes. And I think the, the power of social media tells. Yeah. Just scrolling through your Instagram or your popular feed or even on YouTube, you can you can connect with someone some way. Mm-hmm. You so know? true. So, yeah. I totally agree. You're not by yourself. You're y'all. not by yourself. <laughs> but you know what, guys? But at the same point in time, I want to mention that, like, by you guys being who you are, right? Like, just walking through the world as who you are, mm-hmm. that's a powerful message in itself. Representation. That's it's right. totally true. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, that's what we're trying to bring here. We're trying to bring the idea of visibility and representation so people don't feel so alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, they're the people who are in the middle of the country who had no access to people that look like us. Mm-hmm. And they see 
they may see you on your Instagram or they may listen to this podcast and be like, oh shoot, wait, hang on now. Yeah. Like, I see myself in that person. Right. right. Right? So it's important. This visibility, these stories, very important. Very would important. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that because, I, you know, I, I, when I came out, you know, we were talking about this earlier, uh, you know, there were, there were very few people. And today, it's like, I mean, the whole concept of Pose, I, I mean, if I was, you know, 20 years old and I'm at college at the University of Florida and Pose was a TV show... I mean, it would blow my leg. You like, mind. Yes. like, oh my god! I know. I was, I was sure I could curse, but okay. But just the whole. Con- I mean, first off, I love the show anyway. Yeah, but if I was twenty-one and coming out, it would be. It would be earth shattering. Yeah, mind blowing. It, it yeah. truly it would, would be. It? it would be so completely affirming mm-hmm. in every yes, way. Yes. And I wouldn't. I couldn't wait to get to New York. Like, oh my god, right. I'm going to New York right now. I'm going to Pierce right now. I, I can't wait. I'm going to the balls right now. I want to walk. Can I walk? Oh my god. I mean, but that's that's how I felt watching shows like. Noah's Ark. Yes. 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 Oh, oh my God. Yes. Uh, yes. The L, even the L word. I was yes. like, yes, girl. The L word, honey. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And watching shows like that, you know, think, shout out to Logo, get your life. Yes. Um, because if it, if it wasn't for that network, I would have never thought that I can honestly be myself. When when I saw Noah, even though sometimes that character looked a mess, I was like, what is he wearing? Um, but he was so cute. But he was so free. He yeah. was. He was so, he was like, even though I'm around mostly like masculine men for the most part that mm. wore like button ups or like a basic v-neck oh, or right, like right, jeans right. or whatever he was like I'm gonna wear this skirt yes I'm gonna get a weave he was very fierce I'm oh, gonna wear like, like a feather boa he was, yes. he was like doing the most I know he <laughs> but he was authentic, authentically himself and I was yes. like I can connect to that yes and that's 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 the the first image I saw and I was like well, if he can do it, I mean, I can. I love that. I love, by the way, think, Logo, we're still mad about that fact that that movie never came out. Uh, yeah, they tried what's it. What's up they with gave that? Us, wait, they gave us one, one season of those art? Two seasons? I mean, it was a couple of seasons. Maybe it, was, they might, it was like two seasons. No, yeah. you know what I think they did? I think they gave us one season of those art and a movie. But they were supposed oh, to do a movie. Or two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. They were supposed to do a movie. It was two seasons they were supposed to do a movie. And no, they, they did a movie. They did? They, they came did up, do a movie? It was like Noah's, Noah's Jumping the Broom or something yes! like that. Yes! Yeah. You know what? Yeah. They got married and all the other stuff. But we were we were waiting for another season yes, of the show. Right. And right. we never got that. Yeah. But, I mean, other things came out afterwards. But, but, but let's be honest. Like, you seeing that movie. Like, seeing oh. Noah's Ark. The, just the show. What did that do for you? Like, seriously, like, this is where representation is so important. It just yes. blew my mind. Yeah. At that time, I was like, oh, well, it's possible. Right. It's possible for us to not even just as um, queer people, but just as black people yes. to be represented yes. in yes. that sort of way, in a positive way, in an uplifting way, and in a fierce way, and be like, yes, like, mm-hmm. I can go outside I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, what's gonna happen to me. <laughs> but I, rings on, I said, but, but Noah did it. I can do it too. But even, even with the boyfriend, remember at the gas station and the whole thing went down. And yeah, then the boyfriend Wade, went Wade, back. Wade was kind of on the DL. Yes, like he, was, he was on the DL. I think he but was he bisexual was like, at the time. Oh, wait a 
wait yeah. a minute. I'm, you're not going to do this to my man. Oh, no. And even for relationships. I'm yes. like, oh, I can't possibly get a, a, you know, a masculine man. Right. I mean, the, right. the gag is those are the type of guys that are trying to talk to me all the time. Oh, I know they do, honey. Now it's we always, know. Now we know. always <laughs> like the DL dudes, the bisexual men, the pansexual men. Uh-huh. Really? They, got, they probably got two kids. It gets a little messy. Ooh, no, honey. Don't do but, it. But I, I, right I, I take it because oh, you know, I'm spilling some tea right now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what's up with the tea? Like, mm. what's up, y'all? I mean, they're, they're cute, though. Okay. Like, hello, we'll take you like what you like. That's okay. We'll we take care it. about that. Not for nothing. I, most of my girls are like bisexual girls. I understand. I get yeah, it. I yeah. Get it. Everyone's just very, like, fluid and just like, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I, I love for that time. I think, I don't know, for that time, like, Logo came out and it just blew everyone's yes, mind. Absolutely. Especially for people of color. And the whole concept of representation matters. Like, I remember Oprah Winfrey being in the color purple and what that meant and then as you travel out like to logo and all these different shows mm-hmm. and the l word and noah's ark representation matters to actually be able to see yourself represented on the screen back to you means that you are not alone if they can do it i can do it I can right do it that is them. powerful but here's the other thing right it's representation with sort of multiple multiplication with it because mm-hmm. you saw right mm-hmm. you saw Noah's Ark. Right. So then now you're on pose. You're doing your thing. You're out there. Right. Tank, you're doing your thing. You're out there. Now someone's seeing me and I'm like, but this is what I'm saying. It's like, (laughs) it becomes, you saw Noah's Ark. Now, you know, now people seeing you. Mm -hmm. Tank, you saw something else. Now people seeing you. It is a multiplication. It like, it, it amplifies. It moves Past just you, yes. It's so more where than you, you. Yeah. right? So maybe you were affected by it, but now you're gonna. It, it now has emboldened you to be like, you know what? I'm gonna put myself out there, and now you're emboldening someone else. Yes, yeah. right. That's always the gagger. When people yeah. tell me like, I saw a pose, and I knew that it was possible yes. that I could be myself. Yes. Oh my yes. And I get messages like. Like you know why? You need to own that though, because it's beautiful. I it's think it's amazing. Thing. I mean, it empowers me you, just, to then never stop doing what I'm doing. Because even sometimes, like I, I'm at home and I'm like, do I really want to wear a skirt today? Because you know, in my heart, I do. Yeah. But I, I'm like, it's two, but it's three such a thing. Kids are getting out but of school. They're gonna I get, get it. on my nerves. Right. And you just like you have to ask. It's a shame that you have to ask yourself that question. Because you know sad. what? Because the truth is, you want to wear it. Yeah. yeah. And you should yeah. just wear it. I just want to pump right. out. I just right. want to pump the fuck out saying. and be fierce as fuck and not give a shit and not and care. I do it. Yes. And I do it. And I see that one kid. Right. On the train, yes, that that looking it at me like, yes. and it makes it all worth that it. Does. One child, and it makes that that one person, one kid, and it can be a kid, it can be a grown adult. Yep. Some the most adults come up to me like, you, you look great. Yes, you are just killing it. Cause you know why? Because you own that shit. It's right. so that's, good on you. I think that's key. Yes, I think I that's own it. Is, it doesn't look it. like you're like I'm not sure you own it it's beautiful you gotta scratch in that room like this, okay. right. like, this is mine <laughs> y'all know yeah. y'all know <laughs> y'all okay. know now it's getting ratchet. Did <laughs> I spill my drink? It is so bad. Where are the paper towels? Okay, B Hog and Tankberg are not allowed to come back here. Every yes, day. they're too are. amazing. They're just so awesome. <laughs> they got me so rowdy. I mean, now honestly, this is way more important than paper towels. <laughs> 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 
And here's why. Because honestly, what you just said was so important. It is. It that is. was important. I love that. There was that one child. Like, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't have to be all the kids. It could just be one kid. that one yes. child could make a total difference in the future. Absolutely. It, they, they could shift Everything. Everything and blow, and I'll yes. be probably like sixty years old by that yes. time. But I'll be like, what? I really want to thank you both for this conversation right now because I'm working on another script right now about me and my great grandfather in baseball, and I've been kind of you know back and forth about it, and it's the whole concept of one child. If there is one me out there in the world, not even just America, the world, the world, yeah, who sees this film and feels empowered, it's worth it. That's it for just one. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be more than that. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling really inspired right now. Thank you. As you should. But you know what? You guys remember, there was a time where, where there were kids who were literally committing suicide, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were taking their lives, are. right? Yes. Right. Right. You're right. Still are. Still are. Taking their lives because they just were like, I don't know if I can live like this, right? Mm. Do you understand that when you are who you are, you're giving them permission to live their lives? Like, you're you're giving them permission. Mm. They're looking for permission. They're looking for something that looks like them. Yeah. And you yes. guys, what being who you are, you're saying, it's okay. It's cool. Do you? It's, it's okay. all right. You're it's enough. Okay. That's we right. See you. Yes. You're enough. You're enough. We, we see you. We see you. Oh my yeah. god, you guys. Man. It's a big. I mean, even with Ryan Murphy on the set, not, not to talk about Pose all the time, but <laughs> please talk right. about Pose all the time. Yes. No, but it, it was, was one of those things where they, they were very iffy about my dreadlocks. They were very iffy about my image because it didn't... Having a dread... I have a mohawk, guys, by the way. That's why. Yes. That's where Behawk comes from. Um, <laughs> so, having a dreadlock mohawk, um, it, it, you know, it, it didn't fit the the scene at that time. It didn't fit the late 80s. The mm-hmm. mohawk dreadlocks started coming around, like, more in the 90s, 95, late 90s. Okay. Um, when, you know, things started getting a little crazy. Um, <laughs> so... They were like, well, we want to put wigs on her. We want to do all these things. So, have you thought about cutting your hair? And I was like, not really. Uh-huh. And my hair wasn't as long. I mean, I put some personality pieces in there. But <laughs> my hair was like a bob situation at that time when we first started filming. Okay. And I got on set. And they were trying to think about different hats to put on me and to cover up the dreads. And Ryan Murphy said, no, we want to keep that. I want that in there. I want, I want her to keep her, her dreadlocks. Because I want people to see because you can't name a lot of people on a television network that have dreadlocks exactly. and that are free exactly um and themselves so when he said that i was like oh thank god well first i was really thank goodness because i didn't really want to come in here but and then on top of that i was thinking like wow someone's gonna see this with dreadlocks and be like well I can do it. I don't have to change who I am. Yes. I don't have to straighten my hair. I don't have to put on a wig. I can. They every scene that you see me in, I have my dreadlocks shown. They changed my hair into a fascinator. They made it work. I had my hair, my my side shave. They put that in there, and I look at Ryan and I go, "Wow." Like, you get it. Mm, he gets yes, it. He does. He gets the image and he understands it. And he was just like, "No." Like even when I made my hair long, he was like, "No." You, they'll make it work. That's right. Don't don't change who Why you are. Why should you? Why should you? You're an amazing performer. You're an amazing entertainer. Um, we're gonna keep that because someone someone's out there and they're watching and they're gonna they're gonna 
they're gonna represent and feel that connection with you. And because I mean, all I thought about was Whoopi Goldberg. That's the only person I thought about. Yeah, right. That did TV shows and movies. Um, Maybe I mean, no, Lenny Kravitz is more music, but. Whoopi Goldberg. That's the only person I knew that consistently went through her whole career and said, I am not changing yes. for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're you going to have to work around what the fuck I look like. But let's be honest. <laughs> but that's, we need more of that. Yes. yes right? You we need, need more of, like, honestly, do you really think there's no one else that it's that looks like me that like that has this hair or that has this look? You really think there's no one? <laughs> no one else? And I put a post on Instagram, and I was like, how many entertainers can you name with dreadlocks that have consistently kept it on? I mean, because, I mean, that's your choice if you want to keep it or not, because it's just a hassle. It's a lot. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Lena Waithe. I love you, girl. Um, Because I was like, I want to cut my hair today. It's driving me crazy. But it's it's a but lot it's, to keep it looks up really with. Good me, thank you. It's so good. Yeah, it's kind of like my. And image. I want to do a shout out to Ryan Murphy. I mean, because Billy Billy Porter, our our good man. Yeah. Um. Also, ch- that Ryan Murphy was a champion, and so I've never met him, but I really want to because he sounds like an incredible, He's an amazing, human. amazing person. I I mean, we didn't have deep conversation, but it, but, but he stood for but who he, you he are. Came, he literally stopped everything. Came up to me. Mind you, I was considered just background. Right, um, right. And he came up to me and was like, I want you to keep your hair. He goes, what do you do? And I was like, my d- dumbass. I'm like, I work at Beacon's Closet. I'm a buyer. He was like, okay, honey, I get that. I'm sure. No, what do you do? But what do you do baby? outside of that? And I was like, well, I'm an entertainer, you know, on, you know, I model and things like that. I'm an influencer. And he goes, Okay. So he took this note in his head. You saw something click in yes. his head. Right. Yes. He goes, okay. And then that one scene that I was supposed to be in turned into four different scenes. You know what I like about so, that? What I like about that is that he asked you, yeah. what do you do? He, came, and he, didn't, you he said, didn't go through another person. Nope. He said, I'm going to go up to them and ask them, what do they do? Right. And then when you said what you did, yeah. he respected what you did and and moved forward as such. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, what, like it, it, it is a question, right? When someone asks you what you do, don't talk to them about what your job is, unless your job is like what unless you you're really passionate do. about that. Right. Right. Really but if like... what you do is <laughs> you're a writer, but you're waiting tables, or you're like you know you're working in a, like literally at a bank, but literally you are trying to be an actress. That's what you do. You're not a bank teller. You're an actress. Yeah. Right. Tell them right? about what you're passionate. Tell about. them yeah. what you do. Like you know, there's a very, there's very much a power in claiming. That whole as if situation, mm, right? Like, mm. if this is what you think you are, then just say it, right? Like, like speak it, say it, like bring power to it. Like, you can have it existence. Methods. That's yeah. right. That's mm. right. So I love that you were like, he was like, I don't want to have a beacon closet. Right. <laughs> no shade <laughs> like, the beacon. I'm not interested. That's what you love. Like, what do you really right. do? I need you to tell me what you do. Yeah, cause, right. Because Beacons, I mean, Beacons was a great opportunity. I love the clothing there. Everyone should go to Beacons. <laughs> lovely. Don't love Beacons. Okay. Great place to shop in New York City. Um, but for me, I was just tired of going through people's bags. I felt like I could do more in the world to inspire people other than, you know, be at that, be at that 
God. I mean, you can speak to that, right? Oh God, I've been in my day job for some time now. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's a, it's a lot. I mean, you still gotta pay the bills. You, you have, have to pay the bills, and it gives room to be creative and actually do what you really want. And that's to what do. I loved about it. Yeah, yeah, I could be authentically myself in yes. that workplace, and it's very hard to find places. Yes, even in New York, that you can authentically be yourself and be a free spirit and work and get you know a good coin. Exactly, and that is one hundred percent true. I don't want to be in corporate. Like that's not that's not the look. My mother's in corporate. She hates it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She yeah. works with stocks and bonds and all that stuff. But she always wants to be like a math teacher or something. Right. But because you know how things were set up in her life at that time, she was like, well. You know, I want to have a family. I want to settle down. I want to, like, have a consistent job and make money, which is great. I mean, help us out. Hello. <laughs> um, but, you know, she had she had other dreams and hopes. And, you mm. know, I think, I think that's why she's so accepting of what I'm doing. Mm. Because she's like, they're doing what they need to do. Yeah. Yes. They're doing, yes. you know, he's happy with he's doing what he needs to do. Yes. I'm going to support it as much as I can. Good mom. Even though she looks at me mom. sideways sometimes. She's like... So how about season two of Pose? Did you get the call for that yet? <laughs> when are those Ryan Murphy checks coming in? And I'm like, girl, I'm waiting as well. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, if if season two happens to me, that's a blessing. But I mean, there's so much more out there in the world. So, yes. You know, yes. we move forward. We yes. move forward. Other Onward. things are going on. Onward. Yes. <laughs> You guys, so I, I, you know, I've known Tank for a while now, and, and yes, I met yes, Lux, like, just from being around, and I have to tell you, it is, the thing about, the wonderful thing about some of, some of the queer community is that we can meet up in these places and find each other and, and find just, I, I don't know, just some sort of commonality that we can connect to and, and meet people, and it's, I have to say, it's wonderful. I think that's one of the wonderful things about living here in New York is because we meet people at events and just at various things and we just see them time and time again and then we're able to like actually connect with them so you know like I'm thrilled and like I feel like a lot of like honor tonight to have these guys here with me tonight and just to have them talking and just sharing the stories and I care about people who are not living in their authentic selves hearing these stories and realizing that it's worth it Mm. You know, I, I, that's what I care about. Mm. I really care about that stuff. I want people to feel comfortable in their skin. There is nothing like feeling comfortable in your skin. So, Ooh, amen. I, I just I, I want to thank you guys great. both being here tonight because <laughs> you guys awesome. clearly you guys are clearly comfortable in your skin. But the truth is, is like being comfortable in your skin gives someone else permission to be comfortable in their skin, yes. right? Yeah. And so I love that you are here talking about this. Yeah. It means so much to me. I I care about people and I care about stories and I care about authenticity and I just love that you guys would come and share that so that someone else can be there. You know. Mm-hmm. Someone else can like find that, you know. It's it's not an easy thing to find if you don't know where to find it. Right. And so these stories mean everything. Mm-hmm. So guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I just I love you guys so much. I want you guys both to tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Plug yourselves. Do it. It's your time. Do it. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Tankbert. T A N K B U R T. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Same. Um, No, I keep my all my social media names very simple. Same, simple. Um, So everything is under Just Be Hawk, um, and Just Be Hawk came about with with Will and Grace. Ooh, I want to hear. Just Jack. Um, Thank 
you. <laughs> Thank is you, it, Jack. Is it just Bjork? So, no T. Okay. So, this is... No, okay. No shade, no T. Um, <laughs> so, it's J-U-S-B-H-A-W-K. So, that's J-U-S-B-H-A-W-K. So, it's just Bjork. You're going to find it on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff, even Facebook. Um, so, yeah. So, you know... Free your mind and the rest will follow. That's yes. right. That's yes. right. Please follow um, Take Bert and Just Be Hawk on Instagram. I Please show them the love. These are some beautiful people. And I, I think that they're doing wonderful things. And I don't know. I feel like if you get in now, you're getting at the ground level. Because they're both going to take off in this way. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, we're, we're about to blow the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same. Ditto. Same, ditto. <laughs> Please follow them. You guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I honestly am, like, thrilled, y'all. We have had a very long episode because I needed to let these guys talk. They had such really important stuff to share. I love them both. Guys, please subscribe to the podcast at Transition of Style on Instagram. Let us know what you think. I mean, we're talking about some really important stuff here, and we're, we're bringing representation and visibility to people, um, queer people, queer POC people. Thank you so much for joining us. Please join us next time. Love you all. Thank you. Bye.